0: The Security Box with Jared Primer on KK.
1: Welcome to the Security Box. This is podcast number seven. On this podcast, have you ever heard of squatting? We'll go into a little more detail about it on a future podcast. But for now, it's a big time problem. And in an article entitled Feds warn election officials about malicious Squatting websites... You'll learn about what seems to be the problem in regards to this whole type of squatting issue. It's time to bring out a topic. How many people know what the dark web is? 11.6 billion different pieces of information have been breached since 2005 and it's only going to get worse according to LastPass. Is there something that we should be concerned about? Or do you think there's nothing we can do? We'll have news, notes, commentary, and more. The security box starts Right now, on the independent artist channel of 98.6 The Mix, KKMX International. I am Jared Reiner, and thanks so much for listening. 98.6 98.6 The Mix and the independent channel Earl Claw Calypso Getaway From the 1991 album The Best of Earl Claw. It says Volume 1 but that's all we've got I'm running a little bit late But that's okay uh, I ended up taking a phone call <coughs> And uh, I would have taken it earlier but I was listening to some stuff And uh So they called me And so I'm running a little bit late But not too bad Happy Wednesday everybody On a very serious note Before we get started with The security box Please 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 Stay safe Um You've got Hurricane Laura Barreling down on the Central In Uh East Coast, um, Texas, Louisiana. It'll move uh, through Tennessee, Ohio, uh, Arkansas, and the Central Coast. Please, please, please stay safe, everybody. This thing, um, it is 125 miles an hour, and it's forecasted to be 145 miles an hour this is as of broadcasting time so please be safe this is the time right now that you need to get out if you're in harm's way you can take us with you but please please be safe Uh, it is very dangerous Um, Marco went sort of went through the same area, but the storm wasn't really all there, and it couldn't survive, so that is where we are, as of 1 central time, it's moving northwest at 16 miles an hour, 952 millibars and 140 miles an hour. This is absolutely, uh, absolutely catastrophic. So please, ladies and gentlemen, heed those warnings. Air Force Hurricane Hunters has uh, indicated that Hurricane Lawrence becomes a dangerous Category 4 hurricane. Catastrophic storm surge, uh, winds, and flash flooding expected along the northwest Coast, Gulf Coast tonight. Little time remains. To protect life and property. Please, folks, heed those warnings. It's broadcasting time. It's right now. It's now or never. It is 200 miles south-southeast of Lake Charles, Louisiana, and 200 miles south-southeast of Port Arthur, Texas. Present movement, 315 degrees at 16 miles an hour, northwest. 952 millibars is 28.11 inches. There are no changes to the watches and warnings. This is an intermediate that I'm taking from. Please, folks, please take this seriously, okay? I can't stress this enough. Um, They're saying in the next hour or so is your time slot. So that's why I want to cover it first. Okay. So with that out of the way, let's go ahead and get started with the security box. If you need to get out and you're not able to listen to it, it will be available via podcast. And when you're able to get back and listen to it, you can do so. And remember, you can always contact me for a copy. The um, email address to contact me if you're listening is J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com. Text or WhatsApp, 804-442-6975, and we will send you a copy of it upon request. You need to be safe. This is a very dangerous hurricane It still has the capability of strengthening Um, it was the uh, shear that tore Marco apart Marco was headed toward the same type of area and uh, it was a hurricane at 75 miles an hour but it couldn't survive Uh, the shear basically tore it apart but Laura is very healthy And there's very, very warm waters. They were talking about 80 to 90 degree water. And uh, it is definitely feeding off of that. So uh, please, folks, please heed those warnings. It is for your protection. We don't know what it's going to do. Just like we don't know what's going to happen in the security industry. It is crazy. It is that awful. Uh, out there so uh do heed those warnings well folks as discussed we've got quite a uh, a couple we've got a quite a bit to cover so i want to cover first type of squatting And election officials have been warned of this. And it is interesting because for a long time Type of squatting has been known to be a problem. In fact, if you mistype a URL in your web browser, you can have an issue. I'm not saying you will, I'm saying you can. And in the way of what is going on with the elections now as they may move to mail or even online, which, you know what, I would register to vote if it went online because we know that would have to be made accessible. I'm not saying that, online, that uh, voting isn't accessible already. I have been made aware of the talking machines and such, but that's not what this particular thing is. Sean Lingus is a Cyber scoop contributor, and he's been Writing for CyberScoop and writes... You know, he's one of several authors there. This came in on the 22nd and I figured... You know, we don't... Really talk about... Or haven't yet talked about domains and what they really are. And... As I said, making one mistake... Can be a problem. But... Actors can... Make it... A problem when you talk about the fact that you can mistype a domain on any candidate. Let's say that Hillary Clinton was running. Now if you didn't know how to spell Hillary Let's say that you spelled it H-I-L-E-R-Y-C-L-I-N-T-O-N because you were going by how it's pronounced as a lot of blind people do and I'm no different in some cases. If an actor... Were to buy that domain and put up malicious content about Hillary Clinton, then they could bait you. Now, the week prior to this article's date, the Department of Homeland Security told election officials to be weary of suspicious websites that impersonate federal and state domains and could be used for phishing or other coerced operations. That's one reason why I spent a lot of time getting this phishing thing available in teaching people about it several podcasts ago because while I understood it it helps to read it from an official source and I really urge people to listen to that as we cover quite a bit of it um, in regards to what it is and some of the history and we may touch a little bit on that today the August 11th report distributed, it offered information related to elections and voting. The type of squatting domains, which again, all they are are mistyped domains. But get a load of this. They may be used for advertising, credential harvesting and uh, credential harvesting, and even other malicious purposes, including phishing attacks. So users are advised to pay attention to the spelling of web addresses of websites, especially if there are close imitations of others. And this isn't just an election US website problem. According to Wikipedia, in the type of squatting article, several different brands were targeted, and brands are always fighting this. Take the big brand PayPal. PayPal can be spelled many different ways to fool technology and they've been fighting this for a long time we get these emails that say Dear PayPal user Your PayPal account will be closed if you don't log in and verify it. And you look at the domain and you may not think anything of it, It could look like the official Paypal website, it could even be a different domain altogether. But you don't want anything to happen to your Paypal account, so you verify your information like it says, then all hell can break loose. Because then the actors have your PayPal, then they actually log in and they take control. So it may not be a type you know f a type of squatted like paypai.com dot com. Transom G line Origin one hundred sixty nine D from Thursday, August twenty seventh, at five AM
2: to Friday, August twenty eighth at three PM due to construction. G line or a gen one hundred sixty nine delivered from Thursday August twenty seventh at five AM Friday, So
1: Just listening to a notification in case I have to take the uh, El bus. So, uh, just listening to a uh, to the notification uh, in regards to the Orange Line uh, in case I'm traveling during this uh, construction phase. So, uh sorry about that folks. Normally I can talk through them, but it's uh something that actually does affect me and I needed to stop and listen to it. So, a question for everybody. Can you realize what type of danger you can get into? I mean, those PayPal emails, all they want are your credentials. Yes, it could be a problem if you've got Large amounts of money that can be spent, but this is this isn't just it. This isn't uh, it at all in regards to just going to some website asking for information. Type of squatting is an issue that litters the internet in all kinds of sectors. All kinds of them. It's cheap and easy to set up a website that imitates anything you want. A 2018 study, according to the article, says the number of instances of typo squatting that spoofed the 2016 presidential websites, the FBI identified websites between March and June and there was a collaborative source involved but it hasn't been cooperated some may be bogus instead of malicious but we just don't know that Yahoo News was first to report on the DHS bulletin and it's worth noting about it and talking about it but not all websites are going to be a typo squatting they may buy them to be malicious so while I like the article I do like the article, but, you know, I'd I'd take this a step further, especially if you type in a website wrong. If you get strange pop-ups, you might just potentially be in trouble, it may not be awful. It may just throw up pop-ups and, and tell you your website, your uh, computer, your phone's infected. But then again, the actors could really do damage if they wanted to. You know, if you go to the adult website Pornhub looking for any type of video... It doesn't matter what type of video you could look for, and I've seen it. I could be wanting to listen to something particular, and it pops up a thing on my phone and tells me my phone's infected. Now I know my phone's not infected. I don't do anything really with my phone. And that type of thing is Scareware. I was able to close the window and be done with it. I was actually able to look at the domain and found out that it's not even... I mean, they they put this stuff up to scare you. And Scareware was was mentioned many, many years ago when I started this type of work, but it's not a big deal today. Today is now ransomware, Malware, how many computers and devices can we infect? There's more to this Cyber Scoop article, but that was the basic concept of it, and that's why I wanted to talk about it as the first talk of today's security box. My number is 818 921 4976 on Skype. If you would like to call in and talk about it. Uh because uh just visiting one page, you know, take my website. My website's JaredReimer.net, J A R E D R I M E R dot net. You, you know? Who's like to answer here hello yep
3: yeah.
1: uh, hotmails um, is the no, hotmails my sisters and the gmails mines Uh, I get email from you guys Yeah, so All right folks uh, Sorry about that. I needed to take that phone call. You can call me. 818-921-4976. There are two email addresses on file. Um... Over here where I am, uh, so the office has been calling me to, to uh, ha- deal with a few things that I mentioned in the meeting. So... You can also... Tweet me if you want at J-R-I-M-E-R 2008 on my personal Twitter or at 986 mix if you're listening live. And I believe there may be a topic that at least somebody mentioned to me that they wanted to call in and uh, they were thinking about bringing up and I think next week, if everything goes well... Um, I'll try and get somebody on that actually wants to talk about some phone stuff in regards to the security aspect of things. Again, my number is 818-921-4976. Give me a holler. Let's talk. What is? What do you think is going to happen with the election? Uh, is there going to be problems like there was in 2016? We know it was meddled with. We know that much, and there are already reports that people want to want to uh, do that. I believe they've already started. But what about the election process as a whole? Very interesting stuff, folks. There's another article that I brought up that I thought people might want to get into. and that is the dark web the dark web is probably something that most people don't want to get into 11.6 billion records are out since 2005, according to the article by LastPass. It can only get worse, but what do you think? Is it a big deal? We know more companies have been breached than ever before. And LastPass recently te- teamed up with a company that really
2: fresh books tweeted, we have the issue fresh books thank you for your while we work to fix the issue check back here for any further updates
1: is interesting What are dark dark web scans? There are different websites out there, including Have I Been dot com, that can do a dark web scan. Firefox Monitor at monitor. firefox. dot com. You know. They can scan email addresses and determine if you've been a potential breach. Have I Been Pwned has really been popular through the years and has been talked about through security now. Now, I forget the gentleman who runs the website, but it's a very reputable page. You can go over there. You can read all about it there. But Firefox has been really wanting to change the landscape of what is out there in privacy. And I I know we've got Brave, which is a which is a newer browser in the landscape. That's got a bunch of options in there for privacy. Somebody I think went through it somewhere. I've not personally used it myself. But can you imagine uh, what can be found there? Now I've read a bunch of various articles, and you say
2: 11.6...
1: Who is... A
2: 931
1: number telling me they're Marriott's and my phone number has been ha- has been wanting or uh, uh, needing uh, has been uh, uh, verified for complimentary stay. Seriously? Take me off the list. You're not Marriott. Wow. Now as I said, for the dark web, it is uh, probably not something most people will want to go to. It's uh only way to get there is quite an interesting story, and I'm not going to go through all of that on this program. But it's definitely something that we need to be aware of. Now, I will tell you in passing that there is a browser out there called the Onion Router. And a lot of these various web pages that may be out there can only be accessed by URLs ending in onions. You can't get there on the physical web. But the onion router can also go to your typical website just as jaredreimer.net. so the particulars of that browser I don't know I've never used it. I don't know if it's even accessible to us. I've heard it is. But if you were to use this browser, you do need to be aware of what you can potentially get into. So the onion the onion browser dark web 11.6 billion records out there and a big-time problem because if you think about it 21 and a half million of those records We're from one breach alone. And that particular breach can be utilized. It's probably one of the worst I've ever been experiencing. So, that is. Where we are in there. LastPass wants to protect us from the dangers. Log me in, bought LastPass several years ago, and LastPass continues to grow. As a continued premium subscriber, if you subscribe through premium, you could have access. To this data, they'll send you a link, they'll send you an email, an actionable email, and they will let you know that you may be experiencing a breach, and they'll have you change that password. That is the best thing we can do. I wasn't worried about it when Adobe got breached. They emailed me. It's like, w- I don't have anything with you guys. I was only forced to sign up with an account because I don't even remember why. But there's no credit card number up there. I knew that. I didn't care. I wasn't worried about it the... There has been a breach at a website that I've never even heard of that Firefox Monitor let me know about. I don't even know who they are, but I never got notified about it by them. I bet you I don't have any credit card data up there. If they, if there's an account, I know nothing about it. Forget the website offhand. But that's what seems to be the problem. Right? We may not have an account on a website, but even our email address being in a database could be a problem because phishers can use it. So, I will link to these particular articles, and I didn't even go through the last past article. I can talk about the dark web in passing without reading that particular article. So... That's where we are. 818 924 or 818 921 4976 is my phone number. Let's go ahead. I mean, those are my two topics today. Let's not stop there. Let's hear from you and let's see what's on your mind. From. The 1984 album. Soda Fountain Shuffle. Here's Earl Claw with the tractor of the same name. 98.6 to mixes independent channel. Blue Eyes Blue by Eric Clapton from the 1999 album Clapton Chronicles, and before that, Soda Fountain Shuffle from the 1984 album of the same name. Well, folks, I've covered the two. Articles that I wanted to cover, and it's now time for you to have your voice. I wanted to leave plenty of time for people to uh, want to call in if they wanted to to talk about these things, and uh, you never know where a topic's gonna go, so I put two different topics in there for today, but you can have your own say on these or any other security topics that you want to uh, talk about. 818-921-4976 818-921-4976 is my number. And we haven't even covered the news. But one of the pieces of news that has really got me thinking really is something that's I question I don't think that one particular company has learned their lessons about keeping information private Several years ago, or was it the last two years, we had Equifax and their hundred and forty-six million breach, which practically affected everybody. And then they developed a website to see if we could we you know if we could find out if we'd been affected. Well that didn't go so well because that had problems. And the problem we have was that that whole breach was caused by a web application that they never patched. But now we've got one of the other breach, Uh, one of the other, uh, well, we might as well call them a breach company because they have all of our information too. And there's a South African division. Of one of these companies, and somebody got tricked. This is a problem. Holy smokes. Let's cover this. And some other news now.
2: Twitter, Fresh books. Join us at our panelists at Hotel, at Rachel Limit TV, at the news along slash at BlackDo, or Chico Rail. And host at Wyoming 14 and two weeks from conversation around how to share society expectations of success. looks like a line on analogic research from self-inquest. Here
1: is news notes. news notes Welcome to news and notes Looks like Experian can't keep their mouth shut According to an article, 24 million South Africans are at risk because somebody opened their mouth. The employee, according to the article, was tricked into disclosing information about an unknown amount of people, but the article indicates that it is 24 million South Africans. Have they learned from their past? You know, they were also involved in data breaches here in the United States involving U.S. citizens as well. Equifax is the well-known at 146 million between the U.S. and Canada and other places in their breach, which was software-related. But what about Experian? Go look that up and let me know what you think. This week in security news, news ending August 21st, also has an article in regards to the $24 million in South Africa. Zero Day Initiative gets a nice little 15-year award. And there may be plenty others that might be of interest. Find it at blog.trendmicro.com. In the Good News Department, Joel Sullivan, the former Chief Security Officer, was formally charged in regards to the 2016 Uber Breach. But there's more to this very interesting story that you might just want to read on your own. The breach was tied to roughly 57 million people. And no, I was not one of them. He was charged in San Francisco with failing to disclose details of the breach and lied to investigators in regards to a prior data breach as well. This is quite complicated and we'll see what happens over time. Is there news that you want covered? Send it on over. Email, iMessage, J A R E D R I M E R, at 986themix.com. Text or WhatsApp, 804 442 6975. We'll continue with more of the security box In just a moment, all right, folks, Joe Sullivan. There are many people by the name of Joe Sullivan, I'm sure. But this Joe Sullivan isn't all that uh, a good guy. He has lied to investigators in regards to an earlier breach. Probably this breach too, and he got picked up. Twenty seven point nine three inches, I believe, is what nine hundred forty eight millibars is. So the storm is strengthening. Little time left folks It is 140 miles an hour now's your chance So, time's wasting. This is very catastrophic. You can take me with you, but be safe. So what do you think about the news we covered? Good? Bad? indifferent? It's going to be an interesting time this week. So, we covered a lot of aspects of fishing, including voice fishing, clone fishing, cat fishing, SMS fishing, whaling, and of course where the term came from. And a little bit of history. But what about the techniques like link manipulation? Most types of fishing according to the wikipedia article use some form of technical deception designed to make a link in an email and the spoofed website it leads to appear to belong to the spoofed organization one of the thing, that's one of the things that we were talking about in regards to typo squatting P A Y P A I P A Y P A exclamation point. Misspelled URLs or the use of subdomains are common tricks used by fishers. In the following example URL, www.yourbank.example.com It appears as though the URL will take you to the example section of the your bank website actually this url points to the your bank ie phishing section of the example website another common trick is to make the displayed text for a link the text between the tags suggest a reliable destination when the link actually goes to the Fisher's site. Many desktop email clients and web browsers will show a link's target URL in the status bar while hovering the mouse over it. This behavior, however, may, in some circumstances, be overwritten by the Fisher. Equivalent mobile apps generally do not have this preview feature. And I believe using access technology now I don't even think we can gain access to it either through the common email clients on, an, on a desktop computer. Generalized domain names, IDN, can be exploited via IDN spoofing or homograph attacks to create web addresses visually identical to a legitimate site that lead instead to a malicious version. Fishers have taken advantage of a similar risk using open URL redirects on the websites of trusted organizations to disguise malicious URLs with a trusted domain. Even digital certificates do not solve this problem. The digital certificates are quite possible and can be spoofed too. They could purchase a valid certificate and subsequently change content to spoof a genuine website or to host the phishing site without SSL at all which is what had happened for many years now but according to Fish Labs the number of phishing websites now are up to 74%. So, we cannot avoid the fact that they're going to use non-secure now. So, That is Going to be A uh, Big time problem Right Uh, We can't rely on Clicking anything anymore Can't rely on pressing Enter on links anymore necessarily rely on bookmarks anymore because if fishes are smart and can figure out how to redirect your page to something else that could be A potential problem I mean the internet today isn't as safe as we once had it way back in the 90s 818 Email or I message J A R E D R I M E R at 986 mix.com. Text or WhatsApp eight zero four You've got the security box here on the independent channel as part of 98.6 the mix's programming. I hope each and every one of you is doing well. there is filters that can protect you from phishing but they could be evaded they've used images instead of text to make it harder for anti-phishing filters to detect the text commonly used in phishing emails in response more sophisticated anti-phishing filters are able to recover hidden text and images using optical character recognition otherwise known as OCR. The blind community is familiar with OCR. To avoid anti-phishing techniques uh, that scan websites for phishing related text Fisher sometimes used Adobe Flash, a technique known as flashing. These look, look much like real website, but hide that text in a multimedia object. Of course, website forgery. You take a website, you make it your own, Ch- change the text, and there's lots of different techniques. In regards to uh, what people can do, Uh, one of them is website forgery, and some website scams use JavaScript commands in order to alter the address bar of the website they lead to. It's done either by placing a picture of a legitimate URL over the address bar or by closing the original bar and opening up a new one of the legitimate URL. An attacker can also potentially use flaws in a trusted website's own scripts against the victim. These types of attacks known as cross-site scripting, or XSS, are particularly problematic because they direct the user to sign in with their bank or service's own web page where everything from the web address to the secure certificate appears correct. In reality, the link to the website is crafted to carry out the attack making it very difficult to spot without specialist knowledge. Such a flaw was used in 2006 against paypal again paypal's been known for big time problems and again you know i don't want to go through this whole phishing thing but we might as well talk about some of this because some of it could be used as type of squatted domains and that Could be a problem. My number is (sighs) 818-921-4976. It can be confusing, I know. I understand. That's why I'm not going to read it all, all at once. We're not going to talk about everything all at once. It can be quite a mouthful so trend micro had has a program called the zero day initiative. It's a bug bounty program, and it's kind of cool. They award money for bugs, and they also report these bugs over to vendors and help vendors fix them. The news indicated they serve their 15th year anniversary. I'll link to the blog post. But it was quite interesting to note their milestone. Absolutely awesome guys. Keep up the great work. Well, it's a quiet day here on the security box. I haven't yet gotten any calls. We've talked about quite a bit here. And I want to be able to give you a chance to uh, come on in and uh, say something about anything on your mind. And, uh, all of that let's go ahead and uh, see what else we can get into I only picked two topics because I didn't know what was going to happen so but I also wanna give people an opportunity to comment on anything that they see. It's not about me, it's about what you want covered. How about some East Coast acapella? Do Up and Beyond. Save The Last Dance from their 2012 album. You can, dance. you can dance, every dance with you can the guy dance. that gives you, you the eye, let him hold you, you tight.
4: You can dance, you can smile, you can dance every smile for the man dance. who held your you hand beneath dance. the pale moonlight. But don't forget who's taking you home and in whose arms you're gonna be. So, yeah, so darling, save the life. Well, don't you know, oh, I know. That the music's oh, fine Like sparkling Bum. wine oh, Go and have your oh, fun oh, I know. Laugh Bum. and sing oh, I know. But Bum. while we're apart Bum. Don't give your oh, heart Bum. To Bum. anyone Bum. Oh, But don't forget oh, Who's taking you home And in whose arms you're gonna be oh, Yeah, so darling Save the, the me. And baby, don't you know I need you so Can't you feel it when we talk And I'll never ever let you go You know I love you all so much and So go and dance Go carry on Till the night is gone And it's time to go If he has, if you're all alone Can he take you you home? You must tell him no But don't don't forget who's taking you home And in whose arms you're gonna be Yeah, so darling, save the last dance for me But don't forget who's taking you home And in in whose arms you're gonna be Yeah, so darling, save the the last dance dance for for me Don't you know you gotta save the last dance for me Yeah, you do, you gotta save the last dance for me Ah. 98.6 The
1: Mix So I think what I want to do is I want to switch gears and we know that uh, the uh, particulars of uh, The fishing landscape cover a whole lot of things And one of the things way back well before the internet really took off was social engineering, getting people to do something. And we talked on this program a little bit about social engineering how that sort of works but we haven't talked about something the Krebs on security has covered for a while Called sim Swapping where they trick an employee at the company for taking a phone number and saying they've lost it and, cha- and to put it on this card and the companies just do it. You know, Krebs on Securities talked about many people, their phones are working, all of a sudden, they don't work anymore. And back when this whole started, two-factor authentication was through SMS. And the goal was for the actors... To change the phone number to something they control. And log in to various websites to get at the information.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And sadly, we don't have any control over that. You know, if I were a company... And yes, they now you know allow you to set up the pin, but and maybe it's hard to do, and I can see why it's just done anyway. But I would call the nu- the phone number back. And if you got the customer, I'd say, we just got a call saying that we need to change your number to this phone. No, I got my phone. You're calling me on it. It would save them all of that. People have been tricked into that. Problem is, is, they don't call to verify But how are they going to do that if let's say you lose your phone you actually lose it and you call them to tell them you lost it they can't call it back they have to take your word on it but that's where I think there should be Something cool. I know some systems have it. You know, voice recognition for fingerprint. Voice fingerprint. You say your name. Or a phrase. And if you hear it. Then you know things are good. Now. The actors. If they hear it. They can say yes and so forth, but if you go to call in, you're going to hear that actor's voice. If I if I if I remember how this works, so. That would be how you knew they're a the problem. Hey, somebody called in earlier. I went through voice print and uh, it didn't match my voice and they can go look back and verify that there definitely could have been a problem. At least that's a start anyway. Well, what do you think of that as part of the security landscape? That could be something. Don't you think? I don't know, it's something of interest. You've got the security box, I am Jared Reimer, it's uh, 20 minutes to 1. Pacific time We started a little late But that's okay Still want to hear from you about Some of these topics I'm sort of putting out some feelers I covered some stuff today Including a little bit of typo of squatting A little bit of fishing A little bit of dark web stuff So it's going to get interesting. I'm a little behind on Krebs. should go over there, there's a whole series on sim swapping and... various stories and recommendations on what can be done. Well... Let's switch tunes How about Weird Al One More minute From the 1985 Album Dare to be stupid.
5: See I'm trying to say, darling, I'd rather have my blood sucked out by leeches. leeches. Shove an ice pick under a toenail for two. I'd rather clean all the bathrooms in Grand Central Station with my tongue than spend one more minute with you. Yes, I'd rather jump naked On a huge pile of thumbtacks Or stick my nostrils Together with crazy glue I'd rather dive into a swimming pool
6: with my bare hands and then throw 98.6
1: 98.6 The Mix. Vanessa Carlton Paradise from the 2002 album Be Not Nobody. Ooh, Your Gold by Wilson Phillips from the self titled album The Year's Unknown. <coughs> and, uh, of course, a little bit of Weird Al. So, uh, I thought for some S&Gs. I started Podcast 351 yesterday. And I never really created a things to ponder for this week, but I got to thinking about this during the last break. I got a little bite to eat. and uh, what we're going to do is play that first segment because you talk about phone lines in general now this isn't necessarily a security type of thing But do people really know how these phone lines that they call into on a daily basis work? And what's all involved? Let alone the security aspects of it. We can take this into the uh, security aspects of this. And what owners... Could probably do and not do, and I'm doing this as a general discussion. There's not going to be any telephone lines mentioned. Just because this program goes on live wire, doesn't mean I'm talking about live wire in this talk, because. Phone lines in general use the same technology. They use a hard drive. They store all your files on there. That's how you get your messages. And what I'm talking about could affect the phone world in a whole new way. Now, I'm not talking about a bad or good way because we don't know exactly what's going to happen yet. But Livewire, I can tell you, because it's already been made public, wants to make some serious changes. And those changes rippled through the phone world with a lot of people not happy because they want all of their data made available to them at any given time. And I'm absolutely sorry, but whether it's Livewire or any other telephone line out there, it has to be maintained by somebody right unless you just put up a system and you do what you need to do with it but you don't really participate it or do anything with it like other farm lines around the country phone? Well, this isn't necessarily security related, but we can talk about security related things in regards to the phone world. Well, that's why... Let's play something from the next podcast, Telephone Lines and the Cold Hard Truth. start off the podcast, with something that I've been contemplating for a long time. And before I get started with this, I'm not targeting any telephone line that I've ever been on. I'm going to try my best to make this very generalized, and I'm going to try not to go very long. So... Here goes. As I record this file, it is August 25th, 2020. A lot of different lines around the country are closing for various reasons. Several lines are still up. One more than likely has a technical problem which will be resolved soon, and that line will be up. But there's something in common with several lines, and that is the ability of uploading content and sharing things around the system now I do like the ability of sharing my content which includes this podcast and other content through the years but what about the health of the system itself I'm not talking about the health of the people using the system I'm talking about the health where it comes to the computer you see even though we are allowed to upload it has to go somewhere it has to go on a drive of some sort And the drive only has so much space. Now I do like one particular line where they say, we'll allow you to store what you need. We have the space to do that. But we don't have the space to save thousands and thousands of instant messages And yet people do that they got thousands and thousands of messages in their mailbox if the system supports a mailbox structure are you going to listen to those thousands and thousands of messages or are they there just taking up space One line in particular decided enough is enough. There were way too many music boards, quite a number of media boards for books and movies and other such, and it was time to consolidate. As I said, there are going to be no system names. I'm not going to do that. But what I will tell you is that people were mad. They're under the assumption that people are going to be able to maintain the system... And they are going to be able to have anything they want on the system. Now, this owner of the particular system that did this would like to do something very different with the line in the long term. He wants to put it in the cloud, meaning that everything is just online. There is no physical storage. It's not reliant on a data center or any other place that the line may be housed. It could be housed in in an infrastructure that is capable of maintaining itself. Automatic backups, if set up, and the whole bit. And I think that is quite awesome it is quite awesome what the ambitions are for at least one line now I am not on any other line and as I said at the beginning some of them are closed and long gone so The health of the computer, whether you're using it for a telephone line, or your personal use, or even for business use, is quite important. Without the good health of the computer, you can't do whatever you want to do without having quite a bit of problems. And I've always said this to people I said I love being able to upload my shows, my content and even segments like this one to these lines but at some point it's going to be taken away from you and that's exactly what's happened and it's an entertainment line not a storage line it's not somewhere that the owner has to pay large amounts of money to be able to get space enough to hold thousands and thousands of voicemail thousands and thousands of messages that will probably never be heard again. It'll be buried. There's one system that has temporary storage called a clipboard. We are generously given 50 messages and then the oldest message is removed. One system had virtually unlimited and it too had limits that were then imposed. I adjusted for that when I realized what was going on. I made a change because I didn't want or intend for all of the space that was told to me to be taken. And when that information became available and it was easy to maintain, then I was able to do that. And I made changes. The addition of shells made it interesting and the fact was is that they were never really removed after so long and that goes with any of the systems that have archiving capability but then they put in a limit that once you reach that limit the oldest one was removed and I thought that was fair too There has to be some sort of limits or the system won't run optimally. It'll just become a problem. And the owner saw that there was a need for change. And they did it. What about these other lines that are out there? those are my thoughts again no line in particular was mentioned just some food for thought on telephone lines how they work and how I've been able to at least manage things under the circumstances I've never tried to abuse it the light itself can go away many of them have Where's your stuff going to go if the light shuts down tomorrow? For those listening on the phone line, think about it and let me know your thoughts. So, this program, the Technology Podcast, has been out there on several lines that are long gone <clears throat> now how do we upload to these lines we upload them through, through a well I don't want to say secure interface but a web interface just the same you know That is how they get uploaded. <clears throat> I think nowadays you would want to be... As secure as possible. Putting in a... Certificate. For your web server. And your back end stuff. You as as
3: possible,
1: a and I'm absolutely... <coughs> happy. About the fact that at least one line is taking a stand and saying that's enough. Now there are some limits. For example, the shows on the line can be an hour. The temporary storage is uh, part of those limits too the other platforms I'm aware of (coughs) haven't yet done anything about their space problems but some of these lines also have security problems (coughs) and I think next week If I could pull it off, I'm going to get somebody on the phone, and we'll talk a little bit about that uh, (coughs) problem of security in general. So I hope to do that next week. My number is 818-921-4976. When I started on phone lines, (coughs) I couldn't even upload any content. That changed only within the last... five years. Eight years. One one phone line (coughs) came up and uh, allowed us to upload our content. Although, one particular line is like a voicemail line, but you could upload up to four-hour greetings. I did try to utilize that for a podcast content hub. But... I didn't use that for long, and I think that the the fact of the matter <clears throat> is, we could spend a whole podcast talking about. One line in particular, and I'm not going to do it today. But you want to talk about security problems with management of a phone line. I'm sure we've got plenty of stories we can tell. Other management is quite good. Others, there's no security issues, there's just other aspects of problems that you would think about. I'm starting to have problems at the moment. This can't be good. So... Maybe I'll leave some time for phone line discussion next week well folks uh it's one seventeen in the afternoon here on. The spotlight. We started about six minutes after 11. We're a little over two hours into the program. Trying to cover a wide range of various stuff. I found two particular things I talked about at the beginning. And we're sort of going through and talking about some other odds and ends. So. Not sure what else I really want to bring up today. Actually, I do need to get some reading done. For sure. So, uh, maybe we'll play a few tunes and wrap it up and call this a show. And what do you think of the telephones and in the, in the cold, hard truth? Is it something that you really wanted to hear? We are not even talking about what goes on on these lions. <coughs> Some of it, anyway. I think, for those hackers out there, I think this song by Weird Al, from the 1986 album Polka Party, might just fit you best. Here, is Toothless People. I think I found another one. (coughs) How about from the Drops of Jupiter album by Train? (coughs) Hopeless for these hackers and people who want to cause us a bunch of problems. And I think we're going to end with the track I ended last week with Because it is going to be time to get out of here, I think. I'll get out of here about a half an hour early. Sorry, we didn't have anybody calling in today. It'll happen. But... I must be getting out of here. There's definitely other things that need to be done, like checking on important email. So, two more tracks to go, and then we'll be getting on out. I'll be back next week with another edition of the program it'll be up on RSS later till next time thanks for listening goodbye